2: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer
0: flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Don't dream it's over. The Nations League returns and in Norway they're moving the goalposts. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday 1st of June. I'm Kate Mason.
3: I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson.
1: 1st of June in London. 1st of June. Pinch punch 1st of the month. It's I'll, the ramble. I like that. Mm. Um, it's 12 degrees and I got absolutely soaked all day yesterday. Yeah. Why is this happening? Why are we watching cricket? British summertime.
4: <laughs> British summertime and cricket. You're going to get soaked, aren't you? Yeah. Might as well have been at Glastonbury.
3: <laughs> we were talking uh, before the show. Um, why can't they just cricket in the rain? Mm. Yeah. They could have specific understand. cricket rain wet workers, as I described them, yep. uh, which is a completely different thing. Why can't you just play cricket in the rain? Give them studs.
1: Yeah, it's mm. funny because you know how we try and stop people writing in with suggestions for how to improve football. Cause, yeah, because they're always quite shit. I don't mind them. This Luke is quite a meta. Like this is quite a meta experience. Mm. Do you? Are oh, you quite like them? Do you? Don't
3: mind them, I like, uh, Look, it's either us and our listeners, or it's FIFA. And I think we've proved yes. over the years that we're better right we're than safer. them. Yeah, because FIFA we also, might actually do it. Mm.
1: And also, we proved that we're secretly manipulating everybody anyway. So. Mm. Shh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, good point. Um, Guys, the Nations League is back, but sadly we can't get straight on to that because we have to talk about a World Cup qualifier. (laughs) Boring. No one wants to talk about that, where there's stuff like the Nations League to be discussed. Mm. Um, Tonight, no, it's a massive game. Um, It's Scotland hosting Ukraine. Uh, quarter to eight kick off at Handon. the the winner facing Wales on Sunday of course having a shot of playing in a World Cup for Scotland it's their first potential first World Cup appearance since 1998 and you know normally on the Ramble we we just probably mm. spend a lot of time talking about Scotland and, and supporting them and hoping that, that they do well in this one which of course we do but clearly um, when you're facing it against this Ukraine side going through what they're going through at the moment um, we probably should start by speaking about Ukraine of a course. little bit Um, what they've done to get to the position of playing in this, in this fixture is kind of amazing. So some of, some of the, of course the Ukraine league hasn't been participating mm. since uh, the invasion or yeah. not long after. Um, and so they've, the, the Players who are based in Ukraine have gone across to Slovenia in a twenty-hour bus journey, from what wow. I read from the estimates, um, in order to get into a safe place to train. Um, and then, of course, players that we know from from the Premier League have now subsequently joined them. So they have spent time together, kind of bonding, yeah. which is sounds like a semi-beautiful thing in amongst all of the horror that is going on for these for these guys, Jim.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've done the best that they can um, in in really really unusual and extreme circumstances, and it's hard to know until the game isn't it but they seem incredibly focused on it and the motivation is just it's something you cannot really compete with is it and it's interesting to see they've been in the training camps apparently they've been trying to ape Scotland style with sort of half the team playing as they expect Scotland to right. play and half the team trying to sort of counter it and figure it out they've played right. friendlies with like Borussia Mönchengladbach a few others Yeah. Um, so they've, they've really done
3: as much the as best they, they can, in, can in
4: such trying and strange circumstances. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this game goes and to see how how you how, just how Ukraine are after such an unusual set of preparation because it it doesn't sound like it's bad prep, does it? You know, like they've 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 had, actually had a lot longer <clears throat> together than Scotland have. If you look mm. at it in a purely footballing sense and the emotion of it is going to be something that is at play. I think yeah. I just think there's. there's there's simply
3: no way it's it's not going to affect the game. I, I think that, like uh, Scotland and in turn, probably Wales would probably not chosen to have uh, faced Absolutely such an not. emotive uh, emotive force and emotive match. And but I think if Ukraine and I think we all as football fans and as human beings hope that uh, Ukraine uh, get through to uh, to the finals, it sort of provides a message that they are part of the community, and that's so much more important than any 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 daft football match. And uh, if you sort of look at how in history, um, war has provided such a galvanising force inside football tournaments. You've only got to look at you know, the Croatian team of the yeah. 90s, the Serbian force and stuff. And there's not a single player's hometown uh, that wouldn't have been affected by what's happening in, in Ukraine. And uh, I think I think I speak for everyone I say, I think they get through even though you know, we've got plenty of friends who are big, big Wales fans, big Scotland fans. It's, it's, it's a shame for those teams, but some things are bigger than football, aren't they? And, and I think this is a great story.
1: Yeah, for me as well, seeing the fact that it was just 11 months ago that um, Ukraine got a place in the Euro 2020 Mm. quarterfinals, it it seems so mad to think that so recently things were comparatively normal for Mm. for this country going about doing their business, you know, being overperforming, but relative to their size, I think, in many ways. Um, and so the fact I didn't think that they'd be I didn't think that this game would happen. To be honest, Pete, mm,
3: I thought they'd be a buy or something would happen. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: for sure. So in a sense, it's it's defi- like it's a defiant thing yes. for the fact that Ukraine have come together like this and managed to to participate and managed to put their team together. And, and to it's sort
3: characterised the entire war thus far. Really, the the, the entire invasion. It's it's it's, it's characterised uh, what the Ukraine mm. uh, people have uh, have managed to put together under an astonishing, incredible. Um, um, pressure,
1: yeah, horrifying, and um, and you're absolutely right as well to say hard to not just really really wish them well and of and seeing Alexander Zinchenko as well talking about it uh, was that yesterday you know just you know crying to think about what's going on for his yeah. countrymen and what's interesting as well on the topic of 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 what he was just saying about the the imp the kind of consciousness, the cultural consciousness of Ukraine itself or of countries that f- that are that are suffering is that it does seem as though a lot of these players have been talking to, to friends back home and they've said, you know, this is important to us, yeah, that you course. guys do well and that this team plays.
4: Yeah, they they need kind of symbols of hope. They're really really important thing in in this, this situation. So um yeah we all wish them well even Graham Souness has been wishing
3: them well bloody you know, hell you know it's if you need to know the, <laughs> the way that sh- the wind is blowing yeah. if, Graham, if even Graham Souness is uh, yeah, he's putting his hat in that ring fantastic
1: on the football side as well it's kind of hard to, it's impossible to tell really what this, fo- what this game of football is going to look like because yeah. as you say yeah of course the team the Ukrainian based players have all been together um, but they hadn't played since the invasion most of those guys and then of course there's the, someone like Zinchenko really kind of looms large in the consciousness of people who watch the Premier League right because we've seen a lot of him you know let's not forget he's just won the Premier League um but yeah so I I don't know Jim I mean it's it's almost impossible to tell what's what's likely to come out of this one from a footballing perspective
4: yeah I think you know Steve Clark and Scotland have been talking about how um they're trying to insulate themselves from anything on the outside as much as possible because it's it's worth remembering as well that I mean this is an absolutely gigantic game for Scotland. This would be Huge. exactly what we were talking about if if the, you know the, the circumstances were a little bit different, um or drastically different really, um and they themselves have their own sort of pressure on that. Now I wonder if the situation where that they're going to go in f- feeling like it, I don't think anyone feels like Scotland are the bad guys, but everyone no. is rooting for, for for Ukraine, aren't they? Of course, but I think. That pressure is, just replaces the pressure of this being such a sort of significant game for Scotland in the first place. But, you know, having been to the Euros, going, they'll be confident they can get to another tournament and they have, to just, they have to just shut all that out. They have to kind of ignore emotion as best as they can and just concentrate on, on just getting the job done um, because it's a huge, huge moment for them. Two, two tournaments in a row would be massive for Scotland mm. yeah. and they've got a really good squad. They've got a really, really good chance.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking about people we've been thinking about recently, like Andy Robertson, of course, just just featuring in the Champions League final.
4: Yeah, I actually think that will stand him in good stead, you know, being in sort of essentially being in in elite football mode. Also, with probably the bit between his teeth after two disappointments, he's such a huge player for them.
1: Yes, 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 yes. And Steve Clark, as you say, has insisted his side won't be one tournament wonders, even if they don't make it to Qatar. I mean, yeah, mathematically possible. Might have to unpick, Steve. That one a but bit later. still, you know, it does feel as though Pete—they—they've—you get the sense that this is a side that's been building. It's not something. The point I think he's trying to make is that like Scotland is, is building a team. They've got an identity now that they haven't had for many generations.
3: Yeah, and it's not just—it's not just about this particular talent. I think uh, they can they can build and build from here, really, starting with the Nations League.
1: <laughs> Damn right. I'm glad that you're on the, You and I are on the same page on that, Donaldson. not about now. Because you know who's not on the same page? Who? Kevin De Bruyne. Oh,
3: (laughs) dear. What's he said? What's he done?
1: He's not my um, Premier League player of the season anymore, that's for sure. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: Yeah, the Nations League is back. It kicks off with Poland against Wales tonight. De Bruyne says, the Nations League is unimportant in my eyes, just glorified friendlies after a long and tough season.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not looking forward to it.
1: He was injured for a few matches.
3: (laughs) <laughs> he hasn't played at all the matches he could possibly play, Kevin. That's yeah. not how Manchester City play anywhere. S- still got some sinews Soops, that haven't yeah. been burned out, I'm sure. <laughs> Get on the pitch! <laughs> yeah, um, it's
4: funny, yeah. isn't it, with the Nations League? Because we actually don't know how it's going to feed qualifier for Euro 2024 yet. Which is... Seems a bit lacklustre, doesn't it? It, it seems does a tiny seem bit like, like, like they
1: haven't done their homework. That is oh. going We're trying to... to give you the big in. We're trying <laughs> to give you the, the, the five points for Gryffindor but you're just like not It does a, affect the
4: motivation somewhat, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? What happens if we win this? They nah.
3: haven't decided yet. I didn't even check who, who Belgium are actually playing next. They're playing the Netherlands. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, fucking up for
3: the cup Kevin. Yeah. Come on mate. So I,
4: I've when the Nations League was first announced I, I at first was a little you know unsure about um about it, as I think we all were, but I quickly warmed to the idea because <laughs> because of it replacing essentially what are pointless friendlies and I know yeah. De Bruyne is saying that they are glorified pointless friendlies, but it... The, the games do feel more competitive than they would otherwise. And you're playing against mm. nations that are more closely matched to you. So that is a good thing.
3: And we've been indoctrinated by Marcus. And we've
4: been indoctrinated by Marcus. But yeah. we did reach a final. We did. Um, and, um, I'm just confused Sven when you say Keggy, that we, cetera, all didn't,
1: we all didn't think the Nations okay, League was right. an amazing I, I idea. i
4: remove you from that okay, thank retrospectively. You. Sorry, carry on. But I think it's been a huge victim of COVID, isn't it? In, in terms of that yeah. we are feeling the knock-on effects of such a squeezed schedule. I mean, it does feel kind of oh, ridiculous to have these, yeah. these games now. But they really do have to go somewhere. Um, so it's it's a bit of a weird one yeah. but you know we we had a couple of days off football we all decided we didn't like it um, <laughs> was so it as let's many put, as put two on days? I, I'm not even sure it was <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also Solihull Moores will argue with that yeah absolutely um, okay if you can't get on board with the Nations League let's say Kevin it's a chance to hear lots of people you know how they go away and they go to internationals and they're a bit more free and easy with what they have to say about things And that's fun,
4: isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
1: Poland against Wales. Robert Lewandowski has decided that this is the moment that he really needs to start pushing the boys at Bayern. He says his story is over at Bayern Munich, despite the fact he's got one year left on his contract. After everything that has happened in recent months, I cannot imagine... Further good cooperation, Jim. I
4: mean, Andy will probably tell us different, but this seems to this seems really out of nowhere, doesn't it? Given how loved Lewandowski is uh, at Bayern and what an incredible success he's been there, it's almost like he's gone. I can't be bothered with a saga. I'll just get to the bit where I force the transfer now. You <laughs> see, players do this sometimes, don't they? They go in really hard to try and speed up the bit where they have to force a transfer. And well, I think that's what's happening here.
1: I thought it was to do with the fact that they'd been trying to uh, winkle out Erling Haaland. Yeah, there was
4: talk that that had mm. kind of put Lewandowski's nose out of joint a little bit. But I mean, he's 33. That seems quite like Yeah, but he's still scoring
1: me. 40. Oh, absolutely.
4: He, but like, I, I, if you're Robert, Lo- Robert Lewandowski, you think, well, of course they've got to look for the future at
3: some point, you know. Oof. And and also, if you're over 28, I believe under modern rulings you're allowed to buy at your own contract. Basically, really? FIFA and, and UEFA can't uh, fine, you uh, can't levy um, reparations against you if you are uh, if you're over a 28 or something like that. So it's it's a little easier uh, to leave a club if you, if you're or certainly of uh, Lewandowski's uh, vintage. But well, if you I th- want
4: to go to Barcelona, it's not. Well, they can't even register well, Christensen and Kessie. Well, that's what I mean. So, I th- so
3: I think <laughs> oh, I think Lewandowski's doing simply this to sort of go, "Hey, everyone, I'm <laughs> free because there are limited supers. Nobody wants it. Th- well." Everybody wants Robert Lewandowski, but he's 33 and he will come with massive financial implications to yeah. your club. Uh, and the only two who have registered any sort of interest is uh, is Chelsea and Barcelona. And neither teams are really in a position to, to 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 splash any cash at this point. Well, we don't know about Chelsea yet. We're not sure what the. Well, what the, it, can you imagine if they're just putting the building blocks together? Do you really think they're going to be putting that amount of money behind a 33-year-old footballer in an who's un- who's who's not really playing the Premier League? I I would posit that that would be a terrible idea to to start your tenure like that. But that, that said, I don't think he's he's never he's never going to be a, a toxic influence. He's he's ran down a contract before when he wanted to leave a little bit early. He he spent a year at mm. a club but he um his art wasn't in, and he was still knocking them in for fun. Yeah. So well,
4: the difference is his age, though, isn't. Yeah, because exactly. he's, we don't know I mean we can't really speculate but he's a he's, miserable
3: old grump these he's, days he's got
4: to look at like maximising what he wants yeah. from his career at this point point. and if that's a new challenge now you really would want to just get mm. going on it right
1: lads I don't buy this age thing anymore it could be because I'm getting on these days but look at <laughs> look at old Zlatan who's just helped AC Milan win the title he is oh my goodness is it his birthday
0: no, it really? it? no, it's not. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Sorry. Well, completely already, completely already. misread that. I was like, Jesus. And if it is, we need to start at the beginning and yeah. celebrate the birthday uh more appropriately to Zlatan's mm-hmm. desserts. Um product Manager has has also weighed into this. So you said, what was it? Chelsea just Chelsea and Barcelona have registered interest. Mm-hmm. Well, Cheslaw Misinitz says I'd like to see Lewandowski in Liverpool since I'm a supporter of the club.
3: <laughs> Unhelpful or helpful, I don't know. It's
1: just in a press conference about an international game. It's yeah. just like... Get your
3: swap deals out. Fantasy football.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
3: Doing his yeah. own podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, so obviously Wales, look, the point of this for them is, uh, apart from because... Presumably, like it. all right-thinking think, right, people, they love the nation's league. But really, um, it's a warm-up for Wales ahead of their World Cup playoff final on Sunday against the winner of Scotland against yeah. Ukraine. I hear
3: that they're not going to be fielding anyone important tonight. <laughs> really, they're going to be Kit Simmons is playing. I think. Um. <laughs>
1: Gareth Mark, Bell key for Aaron Ramsey, all fit but,
3: but but if they i mean they're not going to play tonight so they're going to rest a load of players for an opening match but if they get absolutely Tommy Tonkin, they're going to be in no fit state for some yeah, so I think, you kind of have to play the game a no, little I th- bit i
4: think robert page will have an eye on the nations league being important because you know with you, you get so few matches with your international sides that mm. that the, the, the higher are you up in the in the uh, in the Nations League essentially the the better practice you get so mm. it, it does have value I, I don't think they're going to roll over here tonight Wales
1: mm. Wales keeper Danny Ward gave a nice little line ahead of their World Cup playoff final on Sunday we want to provide the country with something we have not had for so long if we are the group that can do that everyone will be proud as punch
3: oh. <laughs> is that as is that the phrase
1: and, and, and I punch?
3: and I am a man who will go on record as being the worst at that sort of thing. I forget <laughs> what the how the phrases are supposed to be working. I frequently forget how sentences are supposed to work. So yeah.
1: What did it? What was it, Pete? That made you think audio recording stuff is for you?
3: Yeah, I, d- I d- often just, uh, wonder that myself as um, I stumble
1: over my sixth sentence of the day.
3: Mm, well, it's us for listeners <laughs> to decide, and both of us do think. Right
1: Write it, don't. And
3: they have. Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: Danny Ward might want to look to Norway for some help with uh, marginal gains. Always key. There's been an expose that's caused some controversy there. So Viking, this is um, a team at third in the top flight. They're in, they're in a scandal, Jim, because it turns out when playing home games, their goalkeeper, Patrick Gunnarsson, formerly of Brentford, has been caught moving the posts closer together.
4: <laughs> it's quite an extreme...
3: How is he managing chasing, to do it? this? He's
4: just kicking it, isn't he? He's kick- so he he's, says so he's got a ritual before the game where he kicks the posts. Yeah. But what that actually does is it moves them in slightly. Why? I'm surprised that works. I'm surprised
3: why that works. Why so... is that not kind of, why are they, why are they not fixed to the floor? Like, yeah, why, I agree. why is there not like a hole in the floor where you put a pole? Where? Why is that not a thing? Why are they just floating?
1: Well, because I guess mud is a tiny bit viscous, isn't
3: it? You would S- need cemented pores, surely, wouldn't you? Underneath all that, maybe mode. this guy is just very strong, yeah. and it doesn't matter <laughs> what you is, try yeah. and stick your. He is in. strong because he's, he's be isn't he
1: the in. one who got his own defender sent off not that he long is, ago? Yeah,
4: his defender shoved him, didn't he? And he went down. Um, oh, is And he got his own defender a second. Yellow is that guard. him
3: trying to goose the SEO on Google just to maybe, sort of? Go, yeah. yeah, I've been making the goals a bit smaller. Yeah. Forget about that time I yeah. got <laughs> I got my defender sent off. I like him. Oh I according like
1: to the expose, he says that or it says that the post the goal is twenty centimetres smaller.
4: I mean that's not mm. insignificant. No.
1: It's that well, I just don't like P says, I don't know how he's managing to do that. So if the width of a goal is eight yards, right, so that's seven point three two meters. So I don't know what proportion that is. Maths fans, right in. I can't do percentages. Yeah, we're changing all that soon anyway, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> so in summary, we support cheating.
3: Yes, yes. we do. Yeah. Absolutely. we more that clear on one more, more occasion.
1: Okay. Time for a break.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Not
3: too worried about these corners. I mean, it might come back
2: to bite me here, but I think Tottenham
3: have got the dominant dominancy in the air there. You know, so I'm not sure anyone
1: can get the head on the first ball for Liverpool apart from that. Oh, oh, oh Tim. <laughs> There's your dominancy. Oh, <laughs> welcome back. to the football ramble with me, Pete and Tim Sherwood to my <laughs> How left. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday, everybody, so it's time for pep talks.
0: We are so so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. We are so happy. I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so happy. We are so happy. Sit down. Nobody talk!
3: Sit down. We oui. drink water. Relax. Drink water and relax. Uh, Yes, uh, from Anonymous. My girlfriend of eight years, (laughs) who I love and support very much, has been recruited by a new friend to sign up to a company which is 100% a pyramid scheme. I won't name them, but if you Google them, they show up as number one on a list of pyramid schemes worldwide. What the fuck do I do? Genuinely,
4: (sighs) intervention. Yeah, you know, like this is really serious. Like, probably the most serious pep talks we've had, right? So just pro- googled pro- bank number
1: one pyramid by accident. <laughs> yeah, that's number not that's pyramid. not couple, no, that's, <laughs> that's Which what is way. the
3: number one pyramid?
1: Um, it's just a lot of puzzles. I'm surprised there isn't like a number one pyramid.
3: You know, best pyramid. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm presume they're they're all in Egypt, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, but yeah. there
1: must be like yeah know, the best one. Yeah, the best like because t- Tutankhamun wasn't like a big. Big dog, actually, no. was he back in the day? Anyway, sorry, let me just.
3: So, I you're you
4: looking for the biggest
3: pyramid? This is yeah. really not helpful. It's, is it, it's, it's either going to be uh, nutrient powder, mm. some kind of company like that, or it's going to be. Crypto, um, maybe? No, no, I, th- I think it more, might be makeup. I right. think it might be makeup, makeup and, a- makeup and, 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 and ah, gels and like a sort of cream and stuff like Avon. that. Because a lot of like people on my Facebook timeline and it not line and it is mainly at Facebook, they appear and they become these kind of representatives for these companies. Yes, and then about six months down the line, and they're very, hey, let's hang out, let's talk about these new products I've got, yeah. and then six let's months down the line, they completely delete their uh, accounts and they disappear for a yeah. bit. Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. genuinely, I think um, gather some evidence on this company, get mm. some get some well wishing friends together, mm. um, find examples of what happens to people when they go down that pyramid scheme rabbit hole, yeah. and actually go look. Um, we're not trying to make you feel bad here, but um, you appear to have a blind spot about the fact that this is clearly, obviously, a fucking pyramid scheme.
3: Use the use the airline seats uh, um, example. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone leans back. The guy at the back gets screwed. So that's kind of because the guy at the back can't lean back. Mm. So that that's whoever's left, lo- you know, holding the baby is is the one who's got screwed in it. So, yeah. but that
1: could just be anyone sitting near the fucking baby on flights.
3: I I, I used the word baby. I shouldn't have. It's confused everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was reading a thing about persuasion, and the idea right. is it's very it's very hard to persuade people of anything, really. Right. Um, Oh
3: what, they're not already across.
1: Kind of. Well, you know, if you, as in, sorry, if you're like, this is what's right. You're no one. Mm. No one's persuaded by that. No. So apparently, the way to do it is you've got to ask people questions about it. Oh well, so like maybe a You've right. you been a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no more. Like, can you explain a bit more about how this works, and then yeah. basically get them to gradually persuade uh, themselves so, to realise the limit right. of what the they skills know. Scales fall it.
3: from their eyes, and they're yes. across it now. So okay, you so. might
1: have to read into this yeah. one a bit more. Anonymous, yeah, but um, that I guess that would be my genuine suggestion because, yeah. like Jim, yeah. I actually think this is quite serious. It's really,
4: it is really serious, isn't it's it? It's Kate and I have offered completely contradictory advice <laughs> as well, but um, so I guess whichever works for you, yeah.
3: That, yeah. that said, though, do buy Ramblecoin, it's an excellent <laughs> cryptocurrency, uh, based on the uh pesos <laughs> of the
4: 1980s. <laughs> So we got another one coming from Matt. Um, Matt says, I've recently moved to within a stone's throw of AFC Wimbledon's shiny new Cherry Red Records stadium. Mm. It's literally about a 200 metre walk away. However, I'm a Fulham fan and normally go to the cottage five to six times per year. I can afford a Wimbledon season ticket, but I can't afford a Fulham season ticket. On the other hand, I'm far too old to convert to a different team and don't want to. On the <laughs> other hand, I now have a permanent home right next to a football stadium, so surely I should be a fan. What do I do? Presumably over the course of time, living so close to the stadium, I'll grow to love. With More and more, but I don't think you can truly be a fan of two teams. Please help steer the long term direction of my football supporting life. I went to a a school um, where most of the kids supported West Ham. A lot of them had Late and Orient season tickets because it was affordable. It is this is perhaps this is, not as controversial yeah. as you think it is, Matt. Um I do I, I think there's there's a lot to be said for supporting your local team, even if you are a fan of another team, because that's how we keep football propped up, right? Like people need to be in the stadiums, need to be enjoying it. So I say just don't worry about it. Just get the season ticket.
1: Yeah. You're you you support lots of teams.
3: Yeah, I, I, I. I sorry, I, I, I've just been googling Cherry of Records Stadium. I had no name, idea that they'd. I had no idea that they would taken on that uh, that naming convention. Quite That's cool, amazing. It? Yeah, oh, the Dead Kennedys on there. Great stuff. Yeah, smashing. Um, sorry, carry on.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the thing about supporting two
3: teams. <laughs> I don't mind it. I think. Uh, I think
1: you, you're not
4: truly supporting two teams. No, I mean, you've got, a primary, you've got, you've got and teams primary teams, teams that and secondary you were team,
3: affectionate yeah.
1: towards. Also, yeah. the concept. Well, I was, on, I was speaking to someone very clever recently. He was saying about fan, the concept of fandom. He was identifying as a... It was it, wasn't it, for book club. The concept of fandom is like fanaticism. Whereas oh, yes. being a supporter, yes. it was actually quite a nice thing. So it sounds like you mm. could have two levels here of like...
3: Oh, right, The okay. thing you're
1: kind of obsessed with that, that emotionally potentially scars you if, if your team <laughs> doesn't do that well. And then like the more gentle supporting vibes that you there's can There's something like order.
3: There's something that kind of like there's the thoughtful... Uh, supporting and then there's the kind of the gut supporting. Newcastle United is my gut team. So the thoughtful sport I like that J League team Benfica. I like like uh, the idea of Forest being the Premier League. Like yeah. every uh, man of forty-one like myself uh, at the moment. So, and I imagine Big fan
4: of Pumas in Mexico just like the kids
3: <laughs> exactly. In fact, I like every Mexican team for that reason.
4: Um, also, the the option you have as well is if it gets to a point where um, you know perhaps in a cup or who knows where football goes in, uh, over the years, AFC Wimbledon might host Fulham, and then you'll. Have Made loads of friends there. You're in the yeah, cra- in, in the crowd all the lovely. time. You can do a heel turn. You can like whip off your Wimbledon shirt to reveal a Fulham shirt. Go, <laughs> I was there ha- 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 all along. Ha ha. It was me all along. Ha Reveling being a bit bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: Matt. I think I think it's all right. And also, there's such a lot to be said for being able to just stroll down yeah. to watch a game of football.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
1: In a nice environment. I
4: live in walking distance from from the Emirates, and it's the it's the best thing
1: yeah and cheap very cheap famously <laughs> to go and watch those lads <laughs> uh, yeah if you've got any questions for us keep them coming in uh, we'll get to them every Wednesday show at com or tweet at footballramble I think in a sense those two emails have kind of covered the full gamut of <laughs> Pep Talks <laughs> issues one really quite serious and one really not that serious at all but quite nice so ideal
4: I don't know if we can call Pyramid's games nice
1: <laughs>
4: I prefer to kill him
3: it's time for Port Antonio Conte. Yes, I am getting my uh, my clothes up. jingle, out. yeah, I know, right? It's like good, it. Isn't it? Uh, two footballs mashed together. It's as simple and as unalloyed as that. It's not simple. Ever. It's very simple. It's the very easy is stuff. The John, has is. <laughs> John has come in. Hi, John. Uh, John's come in with these uh, with these clues. Kate, are you ready with the button? Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is, this is a bit of a head fuck. Okay, it's a bit it was... of a head
3: fuck. you have am giving me the little, the little iPad. Right. <laughs> so you're going to have to do them. There do we it. go. You can press it uh, twice if we from, time. From John, I am a young flying wing back who... Whoa, steady, <laughs> <wing> steady. <back. laughs> whoa, I'm head fucking it. <laughs> I'm a young flying wing back who's already won trophies with clubs in Spain, Germany, Italy, and now France. And I once signed on loan for Arsenal despite having a broken back. Um, Ashraf Hakimi Kallstrom. Come on! Oh, yes. Jim
4: Campbell! It's Hakimi though, isn't it? But oh, uh, fine, fine.
3: Hakimi Ka- Kimi Kallstrom. I'm actually blown away. Well yeah. done, Jim. It's very nice stuff. Yeah. Uh, from Simon. Hello, Simon. Jürgen Klopp said we cried in each other's answer 20 minutes when I left Germany for Manchester in 2012. And I'm a former Wolves winger who uh, couldn't let the opportunity to sign for Barcelona slip through my fingers.
1: Anomatro oh, that's the wrong way around. Uh
3: Jürgen Klopp said we cried each other's arms for twenty minutes when I left Germany for Manchester in twenty twelve. I don't know the rules anymore, honestly.
4: It's going to be really obvious, isn't it? But I can't think of who that is.
3: It's Shinji Kagawa Darmatory. <laughs> that actually was gettable. Yeah, with the, yeah very gettable. With the, the
1: pointe of, of it. Correct. So I feel like I fucked you there because yeah. of saying the second one. That makes it surprisingly difficult. Mm, true. In addition to all the other true. stuff about it. It's like
3: Wordle. If you only get like one letter, that's almost worse than having no letters, I think. Yeah. Because you're like, well, I need to put that in somewhere. But it's just too open-ended. Ugh.
1: Mm, agreed. Thanks, John and Simon.
0: I prefer to kill him.
3: I mean, on the scale of Portmanteau Conte's. I Don't need to it's review right. the game. The game's fine. The game is solid. All right, guys? You're right. The game's solid. So the game works. You're it's just ha- up there with Wordle. I'm waiting you... for this New York Times <laughs> buyout any minute. Tell you what,
1: Uh, right? Yesterday we mentioned that Ivan Perisic was heading to Spurs, and lo and behold, he is headed there. Signed a two-year contract. I mean, we 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 talked a tiny bit about this already, but uh, it is exciting for Tottenham, I think, because this is this suggests that Antonio Antonio Conte, Port Antonio Conte, has won the battle about buying older players. Because this is a man in his thirties who has lots of experience, winning things. Um, and previously Tottenham's sensible if you're trying to compete with very wealthy clubs, like yeah. they have to. Sensible idea was to try and buy buy young, blah blah blah, get yeah. bargains. Whereas the point is, like we said yesterday, mix of youth and experience, and this seems from the outside it seems like the kind of player who can offer like quite a lot in the dressing room you imagine
4: the conversation was probably Daniel Levy going but what, you know, we need to think about the future and Conte being very much like well what the hell has that got
3: to do with me <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be there I remember uh, when uh, Newcastle United signed Peter Beasley uh, for the second time and he was uh, he was 35 and it might even have been 36 no I think it's 35 and Kevin Keegan pretended to uh, the bosses that he was 33 <laughs> <laughs> and he got away with it. He got away with it. Love it. I love was going to say that. You couldn't do that I enough. love it when Keggy gets a win. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like very when Larry rare. David gets oh, a win fuck, in an episode Oh, fuck. Kevin of King Kurt. was in my dream. I really? remembered. Tell us more I d- There was literally nothing to be said but I've just had a fucking wow Ke- I think there was, was, was more to be said No no we were just had a, a, a was function he naked? And Kevin Keegan was there he wasn't there he was naked he, he was absolutely fine It wasn't the meat. It was I just remembered he was there and Jesus it just uh, threw me through a loop
1: How <laughs> often do you dream about Keegan?
3: I think that's the first time I've ever dreamed about Kevin Keegan and I, I'm glad it's happening in 2022 <laughs> 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 on,
1: a, on a similar subject Real Madrid Bayern and Chelsea are reportedly monitoring Raheem Sterling He's entering the final year of his contract. He's seeking regular team first team football. Um how do you reckon how do you reckon this one's going to play out, Jim? Do you think presumably the World Cup is going to inform his thinking with this one to some yeah, degree? Yeah, very
4: much so. I mean, he'd be a fantastic signing for Chelsea for sure. Um given it looks like Christian Pulisic is on the way, so there's going to be a, a potentially, so it's going to be um uh he'd be a good fit there but personally i would like to see him go and flourish at madrid or bayern having having english players especially while we're in this cycle of having mm. such a good team playing at that top level potentially going deep in the champions league not making at their, their potential rep. peak yeah, not making exactly. their rep somewhere actually having a rep just absolutely just being being at the pinnacle and and mm. and and, and, and that being represented by the calibre of club they play for, I, would, I think he'd do really, really well at either club. Really, he's a really smart guy, really intelligent footballer as well. And he's still only twenty-seven. I mean, he's played Jesus a lot of football, Christ. so you don't mate, you don't know like how much is left in the tank. I, you do worry about players like that, mm-hmm. you know, that have been like that come through really young and played a lot of football. But but he's
3: been in a, a system that has d- looks after players. Like, it, yeah, it, I, they obviously expect a lot of them. But you know, you're at Manchester City, you've got the best facilities, you've got the best medical care. But maybe like, is there something? To be said for like, he wants more minutes and stuff, but is the new... Elite football club like Manchester City under the stewardship of Pep Guardiola, you don't play as many minutes no. as you as you would expect. If, you yeah, are kind of in rotation it's, because it's, that's what because you've got so many competitions
4: to fight for. It's in their interest, isn't it, for, yeah. for, for to rotate as much as possible? And mm. a, a player like Sterling, I mean, he really should be a starter. But that you're absolutely right that would be true at Bayern and it would be true at Madrid and, mm. and, and at Chelsea as well. But he, he's got to be starting, isn't he? He's mm. he's, he's mm. seen he's seen the players come in at City and they've obviously already spent so much money on Jack Grealish as well. So that that that, that investment is. Going to, they're going to be well in, invested in it in in terms of getting a return on it and and getting Grealish to sort of flourish as much as possible. But um, yeah, I I, I hope whatever he does, it works out. Um, two City are frightening.
1: Yeah, and two points <laughs> on that, of course. Well, two players on that they've signed Erling Haaland and also yeah. you know Alvarez so from River. River we know all
4: about Erling Haaland, but like I've watched some clips of Junior Alvarez, and obviously you he only you only incredible. get so much from from YouTube. But my my initial response to watching Alvarez was, Oh no. Oh no. We have no idea what's coming now. Like the, um, there's a kind of a phrase we're hearing a lot at the moment uh, from what Luke would call the football beards, which is ball striking, which is mm-hmm. essentially the, the, the quality of a striker's shots. And uh, Alvarez is, is ridiculous, like his the, the quality of shot he has from so many different scenarios is, is unreal. And that's, that is one of the things that sort of sets the elite apart from the very, very good. Those proper sort of, I suppose on FIFA, you'd call it like a finesse shot. Where they just, if they need the ball to move in the air, they can get the ball to move in the air. And Alvarez appears to have all that in his locker. Now I know that the you know the league in Argentina is 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 not really going to be comparable to the Premier League. Is probably not going to have as much time on the ball here. But
3: what a
1: sizzle reel! Looks fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, and he's the one who's sneaking in under the radar. Yeah. How absolutely terrifying. Um on this on the subject of the idea about Bayern, I li- I like it as a concept in terms of Raheem Sterling, but one of the things on the subject of Robert Lewandowski that seems to be going on there is partly that their debate is always in Germany is about how they can't compete in the same way partly because of TV revenues yeah. blah, blah blah with the Premier League. Um so they're offering kind of lower contracts gen- generally. But the problem they also seem to be having or well, this is this is what I've been reading and and hearing from people, is that they're not able at the moment, the guys in charge aren't able to persuade people as effectively. They're not doing as good a job of like, partly from the result of losing someone like Lewandowski they're not able to negotiate in such an impressive way so um
3: just because, well, just because they're just
1: not very good at it go that, that seems to be <laughs> that seems to be the view yeah wow. you, you know if you haven't got if you can't just be like here have 100 million pounds you have to be able to do right. all the soft yeah, skills yeah. right and if mm. you can't then you're going to struggle to attract or to keep great <laughs> players and certainly to m- attract um Raheem Sterling but and, and, and as also, a principle, I definitely agree
3: and also this is a generation of footballers who grew up where Barcelona and, and Real were, were, were top of the tree so you know if, if you're going to go anywhere that's not the Premier League it's going to be Spain because these, these kids grew up Playing uh playing football at a time where um where these teams were absolutely amazing. And so it's like, oh it's quite romantic. I'm playing for Barcelona, I can't believe it. Yeah. That, I, that I don't doesn't... care if the training ground's crumbling. Yeah.
4: But, and and, <laughs> and, and, if and you they can't to... pay me. <laughs> or play me. <laughs> like, though, I still got, want to
3: go. Yeah. Got a cool shirt though. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go to
1: Spain, who knows? You might actually win the Champions League. <laughs> exactly. Uh speaking of former England forwards, Wayne Rooney, guys, is reportedly line to be awarded the freedom of derby for his management yeah. of the club.
4: I, this he might receive a china and plate.
1: And I feel like I've dreamt this as yeah, well. Yeah,
4: the china plate thing is is <laughs> fascinating. Um, the freedom of a city is always really interesting to me. Does this it's, mean that, is that if that you even like you a live jubilee
1: that you know, like people get uh, like a, a commemorative plate? Like, yeah. 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 Is that, so it would be like Mooney's face in the middle. <laughs> I suppose. And then so. like freedom oh of Derby. Who He'll put this potato himself? on my plate? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so if he wants to like exercise his freedom of Derby, does he just have to get the plate out wherever he goes? Like, look, this means I can actually just come into your house if I want. Well,
3: you think you'd get. Given like a, a a car or a, a chopper, a cho- like uh, Carlo Ancelotti, the Rooney didn't chopper, he? didn't he, wasn't There wasn't a story this week that Carlo Ancelotti just, just poot about in his uh, yes. in his helicopter it's from Alex Pato, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> um, his wife duck. flies it. So yeah, I think yeah. what's happening is his his wife is like, all right, let's fire up the chopper.
3: Yeah, <laughs> driving <is> him
1: <laughs> instead of driving him to
3: work because <laughs> he's constantly drinking bubbly. <laughs> You're gonna have to fly this.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was an interview in the players tribune with um with um, Pato who who said that he's like the coolest guy he's ever known. He would like rock up to training in it in an actual helicopter. Yeah. That's how, how we can, this is that's how we can
3: work with these absolute galacticos because he's just like, I fucking fly a chopper and I've always got a cigar on the gore. Yeah. Who's the fucking big dog? I'm the big dog, you're in my yard. <laughs> Go fuck yourself.
1: (laughs) Guys, the quote is, he'd step out like James Bond. If anyone lived with style, it was Carlo. (laughs)
3: Hugely. I love love that. I like, uh, I'm trying to think, my um, favourite people in football with, I think Michael Owen's got, a, he can actually fly a helicopter now. Probably in, 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 after that terrible that Dubai yeah. video. No, he yeah, actually can. Yeah, actually can. <laughs> yeah. Uh Les Ferdinand as well. Obviously, I'm I'm going back to the talk about Peter Beasley already uh, this, this morning. The but he uh, he just didn't tell the club insurance-wise. You cannot fly around in a chopper if you're a no. professional footballer, and it was against his insurance. But he just he just he basically did it um, secretly. Now he occasionally gets up uh, in a friend's uh, chopper just to get away from it all, apparently. <laughs> so Just to get away, get away from, from it, it all. all. Just to get off the floor. Like, <laughs> get the off face the floor. Of Poot about for a bit oh. and then pop yourself down again. Let's Ferdinand, it, it, feels like rock star. Bit,
1: it feels like a bit of a register break to return quickly to Wayne Rooney, but just on the subject of the freedom of the oh, so the freedom of Derby, right? Freedom of the city of London. You can drive sheep over London Bridge. That We've definitely talked about that a yeah. fair few mm. times. But in reaction, and it doesn't seem as though anyone who's responsible for this decision knows what it means, because a Derby councillor said, although I'm not sure Wayne Rooney owns any sheep or rams, good to be specific, the way he's had such a fantastic impact on Derby means he could do whatever he wanted with them. Yeah.
4: Well, obviously they are the rams, the rams aren't they? Yeah. So maybe if he really wants to ingratiate himself, he'll get like oh a herd of rams that he takes I'm so slow.
1: Uh, yeah, right. I thought it was just being weirdly specific, mm. but now I like it. What a clever pun. <laughs> mm. Oh mm. my God, that's why they've done the entire thing, isn't it? Yeah. We've been we've, we've been, been drawn into a visit Derby
3: <laughs> conspiracy. The freedom of Derby should be more useful because it's massive. I'm always talking about how big Derby is.
1: Mm. You're Tell always talking massive. about yeah. <laughs>
3: There's just loads of room. It goes all the way up, all the way up the country and then down again. Depending on where are you, you sure it. Yeah, it's massive, Derbyshire. Honestly, have a look. All the way up the country and then all down All the way again. up the country. You bigger of than you think. Bigger you, think, than you, think. Of, you think of Chile. It goes all the way down. Like, it's almost Leicester to Manchester. It's massive. <laughs> Through the Peak District, up to Glossop. Beautiful. Oh, there's, there's actually quite a lot of the country south of Leicester, actually. <laughs> Very Leicester-focused, me.
1: Yeah. Also the home of... Um, oh, I was going to say Colin Firth, but I don't mean that. Pemberley. <laughs> I, don't good. You the show I don't know what like that you? That say, yeah? good the show. good <laughs> my constant pitch for the Jane Austen podcast actually <laughs> yes. Andy Brassel has happily joined me in right goes on do it <laughs> thanks for participating in the yeah. um, Jane Austen podcast <laughs> pitch everybody <laughs> yeah. also known as Wednesday's episode of the Football Ramble nice to see you guys you too Pem-, Pem Talks
3: nice Pem to see you you could call it Pem Talks Nice to see you, yeah, Pete. Look later. forward to
1: further discussions of Derbyshire. Which are constantly talking about. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network.
0: The Football Ramble is a Stack Production
2: and part of the ACAST Creator Network.